This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, my friends. Really excited to have you on today because I'm going to be diving into human design and gene keys. But when I say human design and gene keys, what I really mean is that in this episode specifically, as it dropping on Wednesday, November 23rd of 2022, I've never talked about this anywhere else on social media. And so you're the first to hear it. And so I'm really excited about this. But I want to talk about the gene keys, the three sequences, the physical, emotional, and mental, you know, flavors of each of the sequences of the activation, Venus, and Pearl. And I want to look at it from the lens of human design centers, from the channels and just the aspects of human design on top of gene keys so that you can contemplate it from a different lens. And I'm like over the moon about this because I've never seen this talked about anywhere in the online space and I mean if you've heard it elsewhere then great but I'm just saying like I've never seen this or heard this talk be talked about anywhere else and so what I recommend today actually before I forget this somebody graciously reminded me to inform my listeners that you should subscribe to my YouTube channel you might not even know that I have a YouTube channel Kayla G on YouTube that's it And on the channel, the podcast episodes that are heavily related to looking at a chart, so basically the recent ones of the activation, Venus and Pearl, I have a chart like as a video on as my podcast episode on YouTube. And so this episode will be on YouTube. So maybe you're watching this on YouTube and you're like confused listening to me, but now you know that I'm obviously putting this on my podcast channel. So this visual will be there. What I recommend is for you to grab your own gene keys and human design chart. And one of the things I like about genetic matrix is that obviously you're looking at the screen, you're going to see the gene keys, but then you see your little human design body graph on the left-hand side. And that's really going to be able to give you a quick view of like, okay, what gene key gate is the center in? And then to know what the channels are and so on. So anyways, I'm really looking forward to this conversation because it's just it's just another way to go deeper into this work and I am just so pumped with all of the content that I'm creating right now. I think it's just making a huge, well, I mean, it's starting as a ripple effect in the world, but I think it's really going to make a big difference in the entrepreneurial space for those who engage in human design and gene keys. So right now, let's dive into this. We're going to talk about the activation sequence. And you obviously know that this is your conscious sun and earth and your unconscious sun and earth. And in the activation sequence, those four planets are also your incarnation cross in human design. And I've never really specifically gotten into human design incarnation crosses because I couldn't fully understand them. And I know that there's books and there's things that I could read, but I just found that I could be more fluid. Like let's say when I was doing human design readings, I would always bring up somebody's gene keys and talk about their incarnation cross from this lens because it was more contemplative and it would just allow people to relate to it more. Because when I go around and I say I'm the left angle cross of the plane one, like what does that even mean? 
But if I'm like, oh, 36, 6, 10, and 15, and I'm a 6, 2, and these are the shadows, gifts, and cities, like it just, it just resonates. So when you are looking at your activation sequence, I want you to consider, you have your planets, I want you to consider what centers those planets are in, okay? And what, what gates, sorry, what gates those centers are in, okay? So this is really powerful because if you think about it, the activation sequence is about your physical experience in the 3D realm. Like you're, you're unlocking your purpose, right? You're getting core stability. You're having breakthroughs. Your experiences, you're experiencing challenges. You can also consider the conscious and unconscious definition. So your conscious experience of your sun and earth versus your unconscious experience. The conscious experience is always related to the mind. And then we have the unconscious experience, which is always related to the body. So when I look at my activation sequence, the centers that are involved in this are my emotional solar plexus and my G center. And so when I'm looking at this, I'm like, okay, so these are the centers. And so if I'm unlocking my purpose, I'm gaining stability, the challenges that I'm experiencing in, do they show up as a lot of emotional experiences and my identity and sense of direction? And I can contemplate it from that lens and really look at like, okay, so a lot of the challenges that I'm going to experience in the beginning, like is really my life's work and evolution of, of emotionally processing turbulence and conflict. Like this lives in my undefined emotional solar plexus. So then you can even contemplate, is that center defined or undefined? Like how does, how is that experience for you? Right. And so I can definitely speak to the undefined emotional solar plexus. Like, obviously, I pick up people's emotions and I can amplify them. And I also really notice, like, when people are not sharing their emotions, it immediately triggers turbulence and conflict for me. And that's not even my, that's not even my turbulence and conflict. Like, that's me feeling that in someone else because that center is undefined. So, this is another way to kind of play with how these gates gene keys are showing up in your centers and then when I come to like this is my conscious experience right and then I come to the unconscious side with radiance and purpose so unconscious sun and earth and these are in the g center and the 10 is actually part of the 1034 channel that I have the channel of exploration which is unconsciously defined and the 15 is just an unconscious hanging gate. So I really feel when I contemplate this, like these centers are defined for me. So this is a consistent experience of, you know, my G center and my sacral, right? Like what is happening in terms of me being lit up radiance by the direction that I'm going in, who I am coming down into finding this stability into my sacral, right? Because obviously the 15 is connecting to the 5, which is in the sacral. That's what I'm trying to say. So you can look at these channels and look at what are the flavors that come through this, right? So the 515 is really about the channel of rhythm. So when I look at the purpose sphere, which is 15.2 for me, there is going to be this aspect of rhythm, especially when you've heard me talk about the city of fluorescence, which is really about this, this timeless unveiling or flourishing or unfurling of what we're designed to experience, who we're designed to be, the direction and identity that we have, or the extremes of like magnetism, right? Because those are the flavors of this gate or this gene key. And so when I consider this, I'm like, okay, so I start at the beginning and consciously I am experiencing my emotional solar plexus 
it's undefined. I notice I pick up this energy from other people and I amplify it. And that's really when I experience turbulence and conflict or it's when I'm having emotionally challenging experiences in my life is when I experience that those challenges. Like it's literally the, the pathway of challenges connecting that. And then once I have this, the breakthrough is like allowing myself to experience something different, right? Just that real surrendering into the body, coming into the G center with the 10. And it's like, okay, sense of direction, sense of direction and identity. Where am I going? Who am I in my body? Like, how do I connect with this unconsciously? right and then and it has to do with worthiness and lovability as well especially because the 10 is obviously the it's a gate of behavior right it's it's around behavior and it is about like self-obsession naturalness and being so it is very much a human being essence right and that's found in the body and then coming down in the court into core stability so once i create core stability again within my body i will be able to relax further into my identity into my worthiness, my lovability, my sense of direction with my purpose. So this is like my physical experience. And so when I take this and I look at a business lens and I'm like, oh yeah, I can see the emotional turbulence that I consciously experience as I navigate my business. And then I have this breakthrough into unconsciously, who am I here to be? And it's really interesting because lately I've been getting feedback from people of People just really appreciating my rawness and realness, especially in my podcast episodes where it's like longer form content. And it's like, okay, that's hilarious because unconsciously I'm just being like, that is literally the city of my radiance. And then it comes into, you know, tapping into my purpose, like being magnetic and calling in the right people because it has to do with the G center. So I'm so curious as you dive into this and you start to contemplate like, yeah, it's one thing to contemplate the gene keys, but I feel like when we bring in human design, it's going to give a little bit more tangibility because we have these themes within the centers, right? So these two centers for me, I mean, I've got in my, in my unconscious side, those centers are defined, right? Connecting to the sacral and then we have the G center, which is like, obviously my unconscious side is my G center. Like that is my, my body but then like i said the life's work and evolution is un- is uh, undefined so now we're going to move into the venus sequence the venus sequence is obviously about inner wounding childhood wounding opening of the heart and especially more importantly unconditional love so when you take the lens of unconditional love and the inner inner healing relationships connections with others connection with your business the relationships you have in your business, your audience, your clients, and so on. When I look at this, the journey that I go on is in my purpose sphere, I have my G-center, and then I go into my spleen, and then I go into my root, and then I go back into my root center, root center, and then sacral. So it's a lot of like the way that I've experienced, let's say childhood wounding or my relationships is really going to come from like my sense of identity and direction, coming into safety and security with the, tr- with the attraction sphere because that's in the spleen, right? So that gate that's activated and the spleen is, is undefined for me. So that gate that's activated 48, the shadows, inadequacy, resourcefulness, and wisdom. So immediately in the kinds of relationships and the things that I attract into my life and the experiences that I have, especially when I look at my relationship or my wounding with my business has been immensely around inadequacy. And it's been immensely around constantly wanting to seek safety and security, 
right? And then we come into my IQ, which is 19.5, and that's in the root center. So the root center is also undefined in my chart. So it's like I'm picking up this pressure, right? And this the shadow of codependency of like being committed to personal evolution, personal growth, what's next, the pressure to get shit done. But then it's like there's a codependence of being attached to an outcome or needing to get shit done. And it's like I can see how this is this keeps me stuck in my business, right? And the IQ is about your like mental your mental understanding and conceptualization from the ages of 14 to 21, right? So there's so many layers, right? But then we come into the EQ and the SQ for me are both 41.4, the same, same gene key. And 41 also exists in my undefined root center. So it's a hanging gate. This is consciously and unconsciously defined. And the, this is all about breaking the pattern. So again, we're still in the root all about the pressure of like personal growth, personal development. And then we have the shadow of pattern. So it's like literally the pressure of being stuck in a pattern, stuck in the fantasy. What's the fantasy? Oh, I'm just going to stay in this fantasy, getting unstuck, right? And, and then again, the EQ has to do with the emotional experience that we have from the ages of seven to 14. And then when we come into the SQ, this is like our spiritual quotient, right? If you want to learn more about the Venus sequence and actually all the sequences, I highly recommend listening to the other episodes first because I'm not going to go in depth to it now. I want to focus on the human design side. But all of these episodes will give you like a massively clear picture. So coming into the SQ, the, the spiritual essence of like how we connect to others, right? So again, with the fantasies and the anticipation and the emanation of like what's next, how do I break the cycle, the pressure from my root? And then we come into my core wound, which is also the beginning of the pearl sequence, and that's 34.3. And this is found in the sacral. So my biggest wounding is around creativity, life force, doing things that lights me up. And I can totally fucking speak to this because I literally had this conversation yesterday with a friend. We were having we were having a chat about all the different jobs that we've worked in our life. She's a 4-1 splenic projector. And it was so fascinating because she told me the jobs that she had. And then I told her, I was like, I've had like 20, like over 20 jobs since I was like 14. And she was like, oh my God, like tell me. And so I told her all the jobs that I've done. And when I look back at all the jobs, I was so frustrated. Like I was just forcing things. Oh, this is what I should be doing. This is the kind of work I want to do. This is what I don't want. It was so much trial and error as well. So again, the three line is there, which ties into trial and error, but also that first zero to 30 years of my life as a 6-2 really ties into my experience of trial and error all the way up until I was 29 and I started my business, right? So then for her, it was fascinating because she's like, oh, well, from a human design lens, can like you explain these patterns? And I was like, yeah, you're a 4-1. One of the things I wouldn't be surprised of is that all the jobs that you've had were either within your network or you knew someone, someone else, and that got you connected. And you really, because the four and the one are harmonious, there's going to be this desire for like resources, connection, safety and security and stability. Like four lines usually don't jump until they have a net. And she messaged me back and she completely lost her mind because she told me that she she gave me the breakdown of how she went from one job to the next job to the next job. And literally 99% of them were because she knew someone else and it was promising a different version of safety and security. I was like, that's so fucking fascinating. So with her in this conversation, I was just sharing how for me, this is like my has been my biggest journey. And this is why I also think 
I'm willing to sit in the shit and struggle because I'm happier doing that than working a job that I fucking hate. <laughs> and this is such a sacral generator thing to say. And I know that people will be able to relate to this in their own way, but this is just so real for me. And it took a long time for my splenic projector boyfriend to really understand how I would risk undefined spleen, like risk doing things that just didn't make sense because I wanted to receive the joy and have sustainability in what I was doing. So that's the way that you can kind of go through the Venus. So I'll just kind of recap here. So we started for me in the G Center. This is my purpose. This is, I'm literally here to, to just be who I am. And like quite literally, if you look at my brand and my business, it is me sharing who I am, right? It is me sharing, like alchemizing the dullness into magnetizing the kind of business, the kind of people that you want to work with into this fluorescence of like, you know, your timing is your timing. There's no agenda of like, you can't force shit to happen. This is why I'm committed to normalizing all entrepreneurial journeys, right? And then we come in again to the spleen with my attraction sphere and just like my experience of, especially with my relationship to my business, it teaching me about alchemizing inadequacy and becoming resourceful, right? And this is the unconscious moon in, uh, in the planetary placements. And this is like what drives me, right? This is literally what drives me. Even if I feel inadequate, I will keep going, right? Coming back into the IQ again. So this is the conscious Venus. And this is all about, if you look at the Venus planet itself, it's all about like what you value in relationships, right? So here I am with the gift of sensitivity, codependency from my root this pressure of like I need to I need to figure things out and 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 just depend on these things because I don't trust myself and there's so much pressure but then it's like what I value in relationships is the sensitivity and this ability to sacrifice what no longer serves me right so looking at this coming back into when you look at um, how I was sharing with the other ones are also in the root center EQ SQ so it's like how can you like basically why I'm repeating this to you is because I want you to see the journey that you experience and how it's just not a one-time thing. Like when you look at your business and you consider the human design centers, and I think I'm going to have to do a separate episode to talk more about the planets and the, and the channel and the channels because the centers is like such a big topic right now for this episode, but it's just so much to consider when you can go so far beyond the shadow gifted city of a gene key or a gate. And I still think that it's relevant because the systems are connected, gene keys and human design, right? So again, and I think it'd be so interesting for you if we come all the way back up into that core wound again that I was sharing that turns into your vocation in the pearl sequence, looking at what center that is and contemplating how much conditioning do you have in that center? Is it defined or undefined? Are you amplifying your environment and people around you or is it is it defined within you and consistent right this this planet is unconsciously defined for me the unconscious mars right the mars is all about immaturity you could even look at my my trail of jobs that i had over the course of like 15 years and and see that there's a lack of maturity there because i just kept jumping and jumping and jumping but obviously that was my journey that was my path there's nothing wrong with it even though society may shame and say that that was a lack of consistency so now that we dive into the pearl sequence, the pearl sequence is all about prosperity. It's all about being of service and being a contribution to the whole. 
And this doesn't, the funny thing is when I first dove into the pearl sequence, what really came up for me was sacrifice. It's like, oh, I just have to like give and give and give. But it's not about that. It's about everyone winning. So when I consider this, it starts in the vocation, which is my core wound, starts in the sacral, and we connect into the culture sphere, which is in the root center. The pearl center is, or sorry, the pearl is the G center, again for me. And then we come back into the emotional solar plexus. So then when I zoom out and I consider, Kayla, how does prosperity show up for you between the sacral, the root, the G center, and your emotional solar plexus? And one out of four of those fears are defined, which is my sacral center in my vocation. And the rest, oh, sorry, and the pearl sequence is also defined. And the root center, which is a culture sphere, and the emotional solar plexus, which is my life's work or brand sphere, as we call it in, in the pearl sequence, those are unconsciously defined. So then it's like contemplating what is my experience with that unconscious and that undefined energy of being able to see, again, how I pick up from the environment. Like, how does prosperity show up for me? Where am I conditioned because the center is undefined? Where am I making an impact because the center is defined? So again, with the sacral center, my joy of doing the work that I love doing, like this is becomes my greatest talent of like surrendering force, being strong and having strength through challenging times. And the word majesty, this word always makes me laugh because I just imagine like the satisfaction of achieving what it is that you wanted to achieve because you did it how you wanted to do it and you can just sit and be satisfied, right? And then when I look at the pearl, the pearl is just coming to the point of simplicity of what prosperity is for you and how you're going to show up and be a contribution in the world. So when I consider this being the 15, which is in the G center, it's like the contribution that I feel I'm here to make is through the sharing and the unveiling of who I am, the direction that I'm going. Like it's a lot of leadership energy, especially because I'm a 6'2 as a whole when it comes to my quantum chart. Even though there's a four line in the pearl, which has to do with charity, which I've talked about before and why I create so much free content because I just want to give and not gatekeep this information, that that's like the biggest thing that's going to open up. And then we come into life's work, again, unconscious planet, conscious sun energy, how I'm showing up in the world and just paying attention to how have I picked up from other people because this, the brand sphere is all about, you know, you being yourself. And the shadow really comes up when we start compromising who we are and showing up inauthentically to fit in a box. And I feel like when this center is undefined, it's most likely to have that conditioning, even if the gate or the gene key is conscious, right? So it's so fascinating to consider that. And then when I look at the root center again with the culture sphere is 52, I have so many planets or gates defined in my root center, even though it's undefined. I have the 52 and 54 once. 19 is consciously defined, so once. And then 41, 58, 38 are all double unconscious and consciously defined. So even then, like another conversation, I know we're talking mostly about centers today, could be what other gates are in that center that could be influencing or supporting you consciously or consciously depending on the gene key that's in that sphere. Because let's say if I'm going to look at the culture sphere, and this is in the root center and I'm like, hey, I also have 54, 38, 58, 41 and 19 defined. How do those energies show up in the fractal line that I'm designed to connect with and the culture that I'm designed to create with the people that I work with? 
there's another freaking conversation you can have, right? I think my chart my chart isn't the best chart to use as an example of like the influences of many gates being defined in a center because I have three completely open centers, the heart, throat, ajna, and in the head center I have 61, and then in the other two center other three centers is where most of my definition is, but it would be so curious for you to sit with a sphere and look at the other flavors of the gates or the channels that are connecting off of that center into other centers in your human design chart and see how that can influence that sphere. I feel like that could literally be a course in itself, which is absolutely insane. So we talked mostly about centers. I'm going to come back and do another episode and go through it from a planetary perspective. And, you know, we can look at a lines perspective. Like there's so many layers, like they just never stop. But I just really wanted to give you kind of a foundational approach. I know I was a little bit all over the place today, but I was like, oh my God, like this and this and this. So you know, you can, I think definitely going on YouTube, looking at my gene keys, you'll be able to follow along a lot easier and see how I navigated the centers to the different spheres and just the conscious versus unconscious and really consider how that influences you. Because ultimately, it's one thing to contemplate because contemplation, it does, it does happen with the mind, even if something is undefined or not undefined, but unconscious in your chart. But I think that when we look at the human design aspect and we consider, okay, this is my type. And I mean, again, there's nuance there, like your conscious versus unconscious. And if your authority is unconscious or consciously defined, like there's a lot of nuance there, but at least there's a little bit more structure in terms of like, this is my strategy and this is my authority. So I can look at the sphere, look at the center, consider what's the planetary influence, is the center defined or not? Is it consciously or unconsciously defined? How can I use my strategy and my authority to align myself with this energy and take action that is going to support me in this contemplative journey, right? So then that's how you get the body involved. It's not just sitting and thinking about it. So I hope that that brings you clarity and I'm definitely going to be talking more about this. This is something that's a new concept to me. So I think that's also why I felt a little bit all over the place recording this episode. But I was like, I just want to like be messy and just get it out there and then polish and refine it as we go so that you can kind of be messy with me and just like really start to to think about the different ways that, that we can contemplate the gene keys in human design, right? And again... I think the biggest question you can come back to as a business owner when you consider this way of contemplating the gene keys is looking at and asking for every sphere, how does this impact my business? How does this impact my relationships? How does this impact my prosperity and harm of service? How does this impact my core stability? How does this impact the challenges? You could literally ask that question with any of the pathways, any of the lines, any of the, the sequences, right? How does this impact the physicality structure of my business? So it's just, it's just amazing. I'm so excited to talk about the Gene Keys in business and to share it in a way that I've never seen it shared before. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And before I wrap this up, if you really want everything in one place, I highly recommend checking out the Gene Keys business guide. This is, depending on when you're listening to this, I am revealing this in December and it will be available then onwards. And right now until December 7th, you can get on the wait list. 
and there's some incredible perks for that. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes for you, but this Gene Keys business guide is a 75 plus page personalized guide of all of your Gene Keys, all the lines, all the spheres, all the pathways, absolutely everything. And the prompts and the way that I've structured it is to really help you contemplate how the Gene Keys show up in your business. So it doesn't matter if you're a new business owner or you're a seasoned business owner, if you have clients or not, this will get you, this is a tool that you can continue to come back to over and over again. It's not like a one and done read, right? You can, you can come back to it in any season that you're in in your business and recontemplate how your gene keys are showing up for you so that you can embody this in the work that you do in your business. So I'm like over the moon about this opportunity and there's even more exciting things coming in the new years with this but if you really love the conversations that I'm bringing onto my podcast channel I highly recommend getting the jinkies business guide or at least checking out or getting on the wait list and like I'm going to be doing a pre-sale until the end of December so there's going to be a lot of time the pre-sale will be the wait list from the 7th until the 14th of December and then the 14th to the 31st will be to public so there's lots of time but I'm really committed to get this workout because this is so new. This is so fresh. It's so different. I'm so fucking excited about it. And I just want to keep sharing and I just want to continue supporting people with it. So with that being said, I would also super appreciate if you can take literally a second. I'm not even saying that as a metaphor. It takes one second to just leave a quick review on Spotify or Apple and just select the stars. It takes, you can just swipe across your phone. This helps me get this work out into the world, especially how much time I spend. And this is like free labor because I'm so passionate about this. I would love for you to help me get this out. This is a collaborative experience. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the channel, whatever platform you're on. And also check out YouTube because I put things on YouTube, but I'm just not so like loud about it because I'm so focused on the podcast and other things, but there's always some goodies on there too. So I just want to thank you for listening and you are more than welcome to slide into my DMs and just like share your insights because I love connecting with my people. This makes me so happy when people reach out, even if we've never talked. I know how it is. When you go and you binge someone's channel and you feel like you're BFF, but then it's like, they don't know who I am. I know the feeling, but it's fine because I'm aware of this. So I'm really excited to chat with you in the next episode. I hope that this, this messiness ironically brings you clarity in terms of like a new way to look at your gene keys that might actually help you understand this on a level that you feel like you're more confident with applying it to your business. So thank you again for listening and I'll chat with you in the next episode.